And uh, because of the mentoring I've had, he has really opened doors that that would I wouldn't. There are some places that I've gone to that <laughs> in my wildest dreams I would know I would have I would have had access to those places because of the men, kind of mentors I have. Mm. Okay, and it made not that the path was so smooth, but it made it smoother. So that's why I'm, I'm now there, trying to do the same thing, pass it forward to the other people, to the next generation, you know, mm-hmm. to people, so and tell them that academic is sweet. Though. This thing uh, is challenging, mm-hmm. but when you start reaping the benefits, mm-hmm. well, it is nice. <laughs> and welcome to another session of academic research logs today i've got a very special woman with me um and i i consider a great privilege to have a connection with her and she is um here today on academic research logs and i'm very honored to have her here with me and before we go into the very interesting topic that i think we've got today very important topic actually i would like you to please introduce yourself if that's very okay with you please so if you want to start by introducing yourself to us My name is Ngozi Ogugwa, PhD. I'm a Chief Research Officer with Nigerian Institute for Oceanography and Marine Research, Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, that's it. Oh, thank you. You have been very um, humble as well, I think, because I know you've got quite a wide range of influence and impact. And you do so much more that goes beyond that title as well. But today, our topic is on networking and mentoring. And I think, you know, especially when we think about the world of academia, you know, there's so much that we we get thought in there. But I think there's a lot that's left out, like we were just talking about. But I want you to maybe start by talking about what inspired your passion for mentoring and guiding researchers, like PhD candidates, early career researchers, what's the inspiration behind your passion for this important area? Okay, okay. I was mentored. I am still being mentored. So I know the gains of mm-hmm. mentoring people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've had uh, informal mentoring. Yeah. And I've had, I've had um, formal mentoring, and uh, the informal ones happened as I evolved from my secondary school, university, in my workplace. Mm-hmm. The formal mentoring that I've had, and the training, formal mentoring training that I've had, is through award. Award is is um, African Women in Agricultural Research okay. for Development. Okay. is of a two year fellowship that is mostly about mentoring. Mm-hmm. That in, in the fellowship in the first year is a tri is it has, it has a tripod thing. In the first year, a mentor mentors the fellow. 
Then in the second year, the fellow now has a mentee okay. that she now passes the, the train to, mm. right? So in the first year, we are exposed to mentoring modules, how to science skills, composure, mm. how you carry yourself, how you comport yourself. Mm. And when you get to conferences, what you're meant to do, networking and all those skills, mm. all those soft, soft skills that yes. nobody teaches you in the university. That's very true. <laughs> so I was privileged to get those skills, right? So after getting those skills, I said, what do I do now with those skills? I said, okay, let me give back. Hmm. And in giving back, I learned because when you're mentoring people, you learn is a is a two-way thing. You're teaching them and you're learning from them. Hmm. You understand? Even in the home now, even I have children, my twins are 23 years old, and the baby of the house is 11 years old. Oh, wow. And I learn from them every day. Hmm. The other day, I wanted to do something. My baby, okay, he's not a baby. He's my young boy. Hmm. Now showed me how to do mirror cast. Sharp, sharp. He has already done it. Mommy, no, you can do it on, you can do it, see it on the TV. You don't need to use your phone. You know, these are things that people do, you know. And uh, because of the mentoring I've had, he has really opened doors. That that would I wouldn't. There are some places that I've gone to that hmm. in my wildest dreams I would know I would have I would have had access to those places because of the men, kind of mentors I have. Hmm. Okay, and it made not that the path was so smooth, but it made it smoother. So that's why I'm I'm now there trying to do the same thing, pass it forward to the other people, to the next generation, you know, mm-hmm. to people so and tell them that academic is sweet though. This thing uh, is challenging, mm-hmm. but when you start reaping the benefits, mm-hmm. well, it is nice. <laughs> and I think you know, that's one thing that I actually, actually admire you about you, Ma. And in the short period that I've been privileged to actually connect with you, I know a lot of the times people try to focus on some of the, a lot of the things that, yes, we know that the challenges are there, honestly, but most times we don't hear the good stories. We don't see the rewards. We don't, people don't highlight some of those benefits, but I think that's something that I've seen. And I look forward to that, that, you know, there are benefits, there are rewards, you know, and there's ways of getting there. And I think that's what you show us, isn't it? Um, thank you so much for actually starting with that uh, explanation for us. And that's so good to hear. But I also maybe wanted you to talk about what are the rewards? I know you said you've been able to step into places that maybe would have even been in our widest imagination. But what are some of these rewards? If you can give us some examples, it would be great. Okay, um, let me see. Um, okay, the latest one is. Um, the one I got yesterday, uh, this way, was a letter from one of my friends, like a friend and a mentor too. Mm. He says, Ngozi, would you like to be part of the West African Symposium on uh, 
What's it called again? Well, they are doing a symposium sponsored by the National Geographic Society. Mm -hmm. When I saw it, I said, okay, I'll see if I can be part of it. Now she sent me an email and said, can you come here and talk to us about uh, what you've been going through, Mm -hmm. challenges, networking, and what we are actually talking about now. (laughs) If not, I'm going to be funded. (laughs) And I love that that phrase, fully funded. That's what we love to hear, (laughs) fully funded. (laughs) You're sharing information. You're doing something you Mm. love doing. You're being paid to do it. Mm. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's awesome the other one is um okay next year i'm going i'm the vice chair okay for representing an, mm-hmm. a professional body association for the sciences of immunology mm-hmm. and oceanography wow. so i'm the vice chair representing that association okay. at the ocean sciences meeting that's mm-hmm. going to take place next year Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, this is the biggest, when I say the biggest ocean science meeting. Okay, they call it conference. They call it meeting. We call it conference, right? Okay, yes. So imagine organizing something that about 5,000 people are going to come. Wow. So every month, every month we have meetings, at least one hour meeting, um, Zoom meeting to talk about the organization. Mm-hmm. Then you have a behind the scene things collaborating and all that. And mm. it's, a, it's an awesome networking opportunity. Mm. Right? So mm. these are some of the things that one gets. I just came back from Kenya last week. Mm. Mm. I went to do a storytelling, inspiring storytelling mm. of uh, agriculture. Um, well, talking about mentoring, again, this is mentoring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I went there, I was invited by Howard to come and share my journey, mentoring journey, yeah. fully funded as usual. Yes. And it was so nice. And one thing I loved about it is that I got to share the stage with mm-hmm. my teachers. Yes. It was so humbling. <laughs> it was so humbling, you know, mm-hmm. tell my story of how from being a, a fellow, I'm now a mentor. Mm-hmm. I'm now mentoring other people. And people are still be are still mentoring me while I'm mentoring others. You know, yeah. sharing networking opportunities is mm. so great. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, that's really good to hear. Are there any challenges that you find along the way that before you get to this point, what are some of the common challenges that you found maybe that's happened in yes, getting yes, to this yes. stage? Yes, there are challenges, like everything in life. Mm. There are challenges. Yeah. But I don't call them challenges. Mm. I call them like this too. I like that. Like, you have to, anything you love, you have to make out time. You have to mm. know that for you to for you to be, get to where you're going to, you have to make some sacrifices. Mm. Right? For you to have your PhD. Yeah. You know what kind of sacrifices you had to do. That's true. Mm. You know? So everything in life has so when I see the mentoring thing, and I, I see this person, I know I want the, to be mentored by. I have so many mentors. 
I have to work within your own time. I can write to you and say, please, you have, can you give me, when will you be free for me? Because mm. I know you're a very busy person. Then you will tell me this, okay, at so, so time. Sometimes it might not work for that time. But I have to shift other things to make out time for you. Mm. You understand? Mm. I'm going, you say, okay, come and meet me somewhere. And is the opposite part of, I'll have to. But thank God for technology now. So most of the times I don't need to like travel or, or just a phone call or a Zoom meeting like this. Mm. Then get it sorted out. Then for my mentees, I tell them, you need to want to be mentored. I can't come and tell you, do this, do this, do this. And at the end of the day, you don't have anything to do. You won't take advice. You won't follow. You won't do what I said you would want. I mean, I, I don't have that time. Mm. I, I don't have that time for you to waste. I don't even have enough time for myself. Mm. So if I, I tell you to do something, kindly do it. If you can't do it, is tell me that I'm sorry, I won't have the time to do it. I will now break it into smaller tasks. Mm-hmm. Because you need to be committed. You need to like be hungry. Mm. If you don't have the hunger, I mean it won't work. Mm. So that's it. So from listening to what you're saying, you said it's a two-way, I, I gather in summary, it's a two-way thing. The person has to also want to participate. It's not It's not a forced thing. It has to be a mutually, yeah, that's what you're saying, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But then another thing that I think is important is sometimes we hear the word mentoring, but what are the things that we need to look for when we're seeking mentorship? What's important? What are the ingredients to look for before you say, okay, I want to be mentored by this person or I want to mentor this person in both ways? Uh, for me, I don't know because it all depends on the individual, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. There are certain things I may, maybe you're a role model mm-hmm. or maybe you're, you, can, you have that listening skills. Mm. Maybe the way, you speak, I've heard you speak to some people and mm. I like the way you speak, mm. you know, or maybe there's somewhere you're linked to an organization mm. that wants to penetrate, mm-hmm. you know, so there are certain, there are different things yeah. that will make me, okay, actually reach out to somebody and tell the person, please, can you mentor me? Mm. Not one what your needs are different from my own needs. Mm. Then when when my mentees, how they come to me, will tell me, okay, that they've seen me talk, they've seen, they've they've been in a group of how I've shared opportunities. So they want me to mentor them and all mm. that. So I'll ask them some questions and to find out how hungry mm. they are. For the, for the opportunity. Then after talking to them, I'll give them some little assignments. It's from the, your re, their response that will know how serious they are. Some are very serious. Some are not. Then some, sometimes because of maybe their stage in life, mm. they may not have time. They may not have the time to dedicate to the mentoring journey. Mm-hmm. which I understand because yeah. sometimes it happens to me. 
So I try when I give you something, I leave it. When you are now ready again, you can come back. Mm. I'm, I mean, I'm always there. Mm. Oh wow, that's good. So when you look at mentorship, though, what does a good mentorship look like? What would you say a good mentorship should look like? Yeah, a good mentorship, I feel, should be powered more by the mentee. Mm, okay. Not the mentor. And the mentor should have uh, a listening ear. Be able to be empath- empathetic and sensitive. Because there are certain things, there are certain stories that one gets to hear. You know, you have to play, sometimes you have to play the role of a moderator, mm. a mediator. Mm. <laughs> so many roles, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to be flexible, not rigid. Mm. Uh-huh. So that's that's for me mm. as a mentor. That's what I see. It, it may be, like I said, it may differ from person person yeah and do you find that what everyone needs at every stage isn't it it's different right and you might you have to be something different to other people depending on what on what they need Mm. and I think that covers that flexible that you're saying not being rigid but I think I I also like hearing personal lived experiences as well because I think sometimes our experiences they have that that power for us to Look at other people and be able to learn and see where they are, and we ca- and our experiences carry the sort of power. So I wanted to maybe ask if you can share some of your own experiences as a mentor. Do you have any examples in terms of your own experience, whether as a mentor or as a mentee as well? Because I know you you've been on both sides. Do you have anything personal as an experience that you can share with us? Okay. Like uh, in the story I shared mm. in Kenya, I spoke about the, my pillars. Mm. I spoke about um, the pillar in the university. Mm. My professor that encouraged me, <coughs> excuse me, okay. when I was having um, academic challenges, mm, okay. how he had a listening ear and sat me down and mm. went through my challenges one after the other and advised me on the way forward, right? Then the second pillar I spoke about was another professor again. This one was a role model, very successful academic. Mm. But when I finished my first degree, I was married. I already had my twins, but I didn't have any good job. He spoke to me and said, because why don't you go back to school mm. and do your master's? And I was like, he said, but he, I can look at him. He was, after he made his first million after his PhD. I mean, mm. <laughs> what kind of, what it was so encouraging. Mm. So I spoke to my parents, spoke to my husband, of course, and they agreed to support me. And I went back to school. Went back to school after I got a very good result in my master's. Then after it, I now was able to get this job where I now work. And when I got to this, my office again, because I work with the federal government, mm. and uh, it was a research institute with the federal government, and you know, uh, funds, you don't have enough funds. Yeah. You're not really that well funded. Then my boss said, okay, now we could use our 
institute as a platform mm. and start seeking for external fundings, start looking for external opportunities, you know? So, and he was there, he encouraged us. And once you apply for anything, you will, once it's within the mandate of this institute and it's at no cost mm. <laughs> to this yeah. institute, you will approve. Mm. You understand? Mm. So because of it, even, can you imagine me? I was, there is something that if you are an oceanographer, eh, mm. you must sail. Mm. You must go on a research vessel. And once you sail, aha, and you cross the equator. Yeah. Uh, you're already established. <laughs> and I was, because of this man and he, his encouragement, I was able to apply. And I was part of Floating Summer School in 2015. And I sailed from Germany to South Africa mm. on Atlantic Ocean for one month. Wow. And carried out so many research, oceanographic research activities. So these are part of the things that these are the mentors that really impacted on me positively. So that made me, even, okay, then I now went for Howard. Howard now, you know, polished the, the, the product and made it, gave me all the skills, the networking, the opportunities. And it was Howard uh, that sponsored me to my first ocean sciences meeting. And after that, I now joined uh, Aslo. And when I joined Aslo, there an opportunity came up for me to become a student board member. Hmm. And I, be, I was, I think I was the first African to become a student board member then. And because I'm from Africa, I, will, I had to speak for my people. And when during my own tenure, we made it through the board, they supported me. We now have 10 travel brands for people from developing countries. Yes, every ASLO meeting, 10. Student, once you're in the students, once you're an ASLO student, a registered mm. ASLO student, you have that opportunity, you apply 10 every year. So that was one of my greatest achievements. So when I finished and I came out, I joined them again. I'm now in the early career committee of the same, of the same association because I have to give back. They've been so supportive. Through them, the network, I've been able to key into some grants into some opportunities, you know? Mm -hmm. So these are the things I tell people, you have to, when you're networking, belong, network well, belong to a professional bodies and be active, volunteer. These things really, really, really help. Then for my mentees, mm -hmm. I encourage, look for opportunities. It, it worked for me, so it will work for you. Mm -hmm. And so happy to say, even my colleagues, that I mentor, they have, in short, in the office, they say, eh, these are Ngozi's children. Ngozi's, mm -hmm. they know them. <laughs> Ngozi's mentees. Yeah. And when, when they see me, see, ah, ah, dog, 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 everybody knows. And they are really, I'm so, I am so proud of them. Mm -hmm. They have really come a long way. They have gone for at least nothing less than two international trainings. You know, and a lot of them go for cruises too. So they are established oceanographers. So, <laughs> so that's it. Then for the undergraduates mm -hmm. that I meant, I know one is now an Erasmus Mundus scholar. Mm. He's, uh, you know, Erasmus Mundus, he has to he will do his master's, I think, in four countries. 
So he's not, yes. In two years, he'll go and study in four different countries. He has finished with one, one country. He's on the second, he's in the second country. I think by next month, he'll go to the third country. And I'm so proud of this young man. I'm so proud of him. Mm. I had to bring him in to speak to the, because I have this WhatsApp group Mm. where I put all the undergraduates and all of them, they're all together. So I had to bring him to speak to them. And after he has spoken to them, all those men were so, you know, they were motivated Mm -hmm. because some of them know him. And when you see somebody that you know succeed, you say, ah, it's not, it's not something in the air. It's not abstract. Mm-hmm. It is real. So that's how I try to motivate them. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. That's that's so good to hear all the work that you've been able to do. And and I and I held on to something that you said about giving back because you know you 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 knew that you had that. Um, shoulders to stand on and now you're allowing others to stand on your shoulders as well and and giving back to the next generation and hopefully you're creating like you said that family that that's coming after you and creating opportunities and more chances for others as well and I think that's just absolutely wonderful thank you for everything that you're doing um, I've got a couple more things that I also wanted to explore with you when we're nearly towards the end of the interview. But I, wa- I was wondering um, if you maybe can expand a little bit on the area of networking, because I think um, sometimes as researchers, we can often get so carried away with the research and sometimes we forget the impact of networking. And I maybe wonder you to give some guidance in regards to networking. What do you think about networking and how can we make it work? Networking yeah, is a skill mm. that every successful researcher should have. Mm. You can't compromise with it. You can never. Mm. Because you it's it opens it opens doors. Mm. Just a phone call. I have this prof, Professor Stella Williams. I uh, mommy mom, mm. I must call your name here. Prof, you're telling you, you I'll tell I'll tell mommy, mommy, I want to, I'm going to South Africa. You say, hey, okay, I have missed my son. He'll, she'll give you the number. As she's giving you the person's number, she's calling mm. the person to tell the person that. Because it's coming. Hmm. And once you get there, it's moving out, the bottlenecks, everything. So how do you network? You start from your office, from where you live. Hmm. Sometimes it's not easy. Hmm. It's a process. You, you, I used to be an introvert, but you have to train yourself hmm. to come out, be friendly, you know, reach out reach out to people, join WhatsApp group. People say, ah, what? Thank God for WhatsApp groups. Mm. Join the WhatsApp groups. Be active. If they request for something, yeah, you know it. Say, yes, this is where you can get it from. Mm. They are requesting for, immediately go to Google. Google the thing, sharp, sharp, and send the link. You, you don't have to do all the research, just send link. So next time they'll remember you, ah, this person has been helping. And you reach out, open up. You need something, say it. Join professional bodies. Be active. They need volunteer. Volunteer for something. You know, 
Just be there. Talk to people. That's it. You know one person. One person will know the other person. Then they'll connect you. Go for your court, your town's meeting. Town's mm. meeting, they help a lot. Your church meeting. Mm. Your, uh, if you're, um, all this society, all these um, things that people go for. Be, be, be social. Be a social people, person and be helpful. Mm. Reach out. Reach out. Share. As you're sharing, people are receiving and they are giving back. Mm. Thank you very much. And I think it's in that way, it's in being helpful as well. Because there's it, it's a two-way, everything that if we sum it up, it's a two-way thing. It's never a one-way street, isn't it? You get a give and take, yet, right? Isn't it? Mm, being, being helpful and all of that. So thank you so much, Ma. I really do appreciate. And I am very, um, very, very, uh, you know, the that word sometimes fail me, but I just I've followed you closely and I just wanted to say thank you so much for your word, for everything that you're sharing and the space that you're occupying. Thank you so much. But before we go, is there any other word of advice or any last comment that you just want to leave here um, with people that are watching? Is there anything you would like to leave with? Okay. Do whatever you want. Do what you're passionate about. Mm. And enjoy yourself while you're doing it, please. Mm. It's not all about academics. That's Make right. out time for yourself. Mm. Look good. Feel yeah. good. Mm. Take care of yourself first. Mm. Take care of yourself, your health. Amen. Your well-being. Mm. And it will show to the world. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>